The following audios that expressed opinions of the hosts and guests and do not reflect investment advice or recommendations of any kind. All funny jokes are just jokes, so don't get it twisted. All right, all right. So this is the first edition of what we're doing now with In This Economy. In This Economy podcast with a Q&A section where we keep getting great texts and questions from our audience and would love to address them, answer them turn it into content, and then see if that actually helps people. But first question we're going to go through, this is Ashley from Cheyenne, Wyoming. Super glad to answer this question. Really good one. She asked, how can I establish passive income streams for retirement? Blew me away. I think it's incredible. People need to know this. There's multiple answers. I'm going to go over four distinct ones right now. But Essentially, just because you get into retirement, that doesn't mean you need to stop earning money. In fact, the entire U.S. economy was built around providing ways for retirees to live comfortably after putting in their decades of work. So people all over the U.S. strive for mailbox money, pensions, Social Security, real estate, dividends. Four examples of passive income for your retirement. I'm going to start with the first one, pensions. So they actually started in... 18, 19, 1875, <laughs> the American Express Company established the first private pension plan in the U.S. Shortly thereafter, a bunch of utilities, banking, manufacturing companies all began to provide pensions because it was a huge hiring incentive for employees or future employees to choose a company. Essentially, what a pension is, is it's a setup of a lump sum created from distributions, contributions from that employee and the company, similar to a 401k, but it's established so that it would be set up to give you monthly income after you leave employment with that company. Now, of course, you have to leave that company at a certain age after a certain number of years, and there's so many different rules and regulations, restrictions for each different pension plan, but it operates similarly. And so tons of people said, great, if I work at this company for 40 years, 45 years, I'm going to be 65 years old. I get to have, you know, some of the best retirement that I can have because I'm getting that mailbox money. Great option. Second option, Social Security. Like I just mentioned, very similar to a pension, but Social Security is set up by the U.S. government. So it all comes out of everybody's W-2 taxes to basically pay for people that enter into retirement and then they schedule it. So you start getting more social security, the older you are when you start taking it, if that makes sense. So if you're 67 years old and you say, Hey, I actually want to start taking social security. They can give you a hypothetical number of $2,000 a month. Versus if you wait till you're 73 and you start taking social security, if you're eligible, you have to serve a number of years at a certain company, but most people can. So if you're 73 and you also say, Hey, I want my social security checks instead of the 2000 that you would get at 67, this hypothetical number, they would probably have a much higher number closer to 22, maybe 2300 a month. Social security is great. It can be employed. A lot of people are concerned, scared. <laughs> Is it actually going to be here? Or 
are those just fear tactic headlines to get people to click on articles and social security may be around for centuries. I don't know. Nobody really knows, but it is built in a way that will continuously keep providing for people in retirement for the time being. Third, we've got real estate. Real estate is a very great way to start paving passive income, whether you're retired or not. But if you are retired, and let's say you do have some significant funds set aside, if you are what's known as an accredited investor, hit me up later if you want some more information on that. If you're an accredited investor, you can start to go after some of these GP or real estate funds or syndications that put together different real estate investments and put money in from all these different types of investors. And usually quarterly, we'll be able to distribute some type of mailed out quarterly distribution check. So every GP, every real estate fund will be different in some way. But if you're looking for something quarterly and you do meet these standards of being an accredited investor, definitely something to look at. They're extremely, extremely efficient at putting these things out. But it's just an investment like anything else. And it does come with research that you need to do. Risk is definitely on the table. So do your homework. Talk to your financial advisor if you want to learn more. Finally, number four, my favorite, dividends. So dividends are actually a form of passive income that you can get from investing in different stocks, ETFs, or mutual funds, and they have a certain yield or dividend attached to them. For example, let's say you can have a portfolio of 20 different stocks and collectively they can provide a hypothetical 7.2% annual yield, meaning your portfolio can generate 7.2% return based off that yield. So this is outside of your price return of every certain stock or position, ETF, mutual fund that you have. So a solid company that's out there that as a dividend that most people may be familiar with is IBM. Currently it has, and don't quote me on this, it's somewhere around 5% dividend yield. And, but the stock itself is trading, I don't know, a hundred something, right? At a certain price. So what that price is, is not affecting the current yield. If you were to invest, let's say a thousand or $10,000 into the stock itself. So if IBM has a hypothetical 5% dividend or yield, you put in $10,000 over the course of a year, if that dividend, let's just say never changed, let's say to 5% every quarter, it would pay you one fourth of that 5% of whatever you invested into IBM. So if it's $10,000 and it's 5% and that's $500 and you did that divided by four, so it's $125 is what it would spit off as a dividend every three months, every quarter. So you can see how collectively, if you put a ton of different stocks, invested a good portfolio amount into 20 different stocks that all had really good dividends, you would be able to have a portfolio that gave you some mailbox money or that slow but steady income producing dividend or yield. And that's it. Like I said at the beginning, tons of different ways that you can structure your entire investments to be able to provide passive income in retirement. But hit us up for more. Love the question. If you want to hit us up for another question, please text us 737-210-3054. Thanks. 